Today, we start part one of an eight-part series to help you increase your net worth. Net worth is the true identifier of how you are doing financially. That's right. It's not driven by your credit score, no matter what anyone tells you, not one bit. If you begin to take control of your net worth and grow it, you will be on your way to achieving every single financial goal that you dreamed of. Join me on this journey through this series as we cover a new actionable step each week to help you. If you will not just listen, but take action each week, you'll be happier you did. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Thank you for joining me today on The Financial Mirror. As we continue to improve the one thing you can control yourself, if this is the first time you are joining in, don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Leave that five-star review and a written comment. Those go a long way in getting this information out to more and more listeners. So I am here to tell you that um, I have just completed the Roby Creek Half Marathon, known, quote-unquote, as the toughest race in the Northwest to run. Um, and it is challenging. Uh <laughs> It was challenging to say the least. It's, it's a very difficult race in that the first eight and a half miles is a 2,000 foot elevation gain uh, uphill. Uh, the whole way is uphill. You know, there's a couple little flat parts here and there, but the whole entire thing is uphill. First eight and a half miles. Then we got to the, the peak, right? Well, the, like the last, the last like half a mile, maybe three quarters of a mile almost to the summit. Uh, since we got a snow here recently in this area, it was just packed ice is what it was. <laughs> so then you you take you hit the summit and you start coming over the top and it's just packed ice. People are running, people are slipping. I had three people in front of me fall uh, that I saw them and I was like, oh my goodness, if someone falls next to me, uh, I'm going to go down, probably going to have some like total like knee ligament damage going on. Uh, and then it was just icy snow for about, about the first mile and a half down on the backside of the mountain. So it was, it was tough. Uh, the last, the last, pretty much the last mile going up that first eight and a half uphill is, is very challenging. And you, you've got to, you've got to really, really dig deep. Uh, to to really knock that out, but all in all, it was a great great half marathon, uh, very well put together. Uh, the it's 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 one way out, whole way, no loops. Uh, so you, you get bus back and all that kind of fun stuff. But it's just like a total party at the end, uh, and it, it was a great time. So uh, if if you ever get a chance to go and challenge yourself, it's a great one to to hop on. Um, but it, it is challenging. And, and I will tell you, I probably should have prepared a little bit more, uh, but I didn't do too bad. I was pretty proud of how well I did. So, um, 
this I, today that you know enough about the the race, but today is a one of eight part series, right? One of eight. Each part that you know, I wanted to create this series because so many times people get caught up in, well, what is my credit score? How does my credit score help me? Do I need to really work on improving my credit score and all these things, right? And I constantly tell people, don't chase credit scores. Don't chase credit scores. Good financial habits will lead to good credit scores if that's something that you're interested in. Is, is a credit score necessary? To be honest with you, no. It's not. It's absolutely not super necessary once you're you're financially stable. Um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, cut up your credit cards, get rid of your credit cards. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, but I would tell you and I would strongly encourage you to make sure that you're very good financially um, with great financial habits before jumping into the credit card world, because that's how people get in trouble constantly. But today I want to start part one of an eight part series. And if you'll go through these steps, they're going to build on each other. And if you'll go through these steps, step by step, focusing on that actionable piece, get it down, get it right, get it complete, and then moving to the next, you will increase your net worth. Like guaranteed, you will increase your net worth. But before we jump into, you know, the very first step of the series, I want to, I want to preface this, this series, and I'm going to talk about this every single episode. Uh, so if you're, if this is, you know, if, if you're listening to this in the second series, you're going to hear this same thing. If you're listening to part three or part four or part seven, you're going to hear the same thing because no matter where someone finds this episode, I want them to be able to understand what net worth is. So I want to start with that. What is net worth? Well, the easiest way for me to explain net worth is that it's your total assets minus your total liabilities. What does that mean? It is the total amount of assets, meaning this could be cash, this could be real estate, this could be investments that you have in your possession. Minus, so subtracting, total amounts of debt. All the debt you owe. And that's including the mortgage on your house. So if you see your house is worth 500000 but you have a $450,000 you know, mortgage, you really only increase your net worth fifty k. Right, that's not like your net worth up five hundred thousand. You just forget the mortgage exists, right? But it's 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 very crucial because it's how much you have. If you if you took all of your your assets and and made them liquid and paid off all your debt, that's how much you'd be left with. Okay, that's that's how this whole thing works. So that's what net worth is. Now, I start with that. Because you can think about, and this moves me right into part one, uh, and this will change, this part will change moving forward to all the other episodes, but this will take me right into part one and why I started with this for part one. Um, the, you, can, you can think of this as total asset minus liability, but what's the easiest way to increase net worth? Well, it's to decrease the amount that's on the other side of your minus sign. So if let's go back to the house example, if you have a $500,000 mortgage, all right, excuse me, if you have a $500,000 house and a $450,000 mortgage, the easiest way to increase your net worth, you can't go out and magically make your house be worth 550,000. It's not, it's worth 500,000 right now. I'm not saying that it won't appreciate and, and, and all those things, but it right now it's worth 500 K. 
So how do you increase your net worth? Well, you decrease the amount on the mortgage. So pay off your mortgage, right? And and obviously that takes time, but every single time you pay down your mortgage, uh, your net worth gradually increases, okay? So hopefully you see that. Now, you can also think about this, like let's say you have $100,000 in cash, but you have, or, or let's just say you have $50,000 in cash and $50,000 in an investment account, like uh, let's just say a retirement account, but you also have $50,000 in student loan debt. You may feel like you have a $100,000 net worth, but you do not. Because once you subtract the student loan debt, the 50K, you're left with a net worth of 50K, right? Because you had 50,000 in cash and 50,000 in like a retirement account. So that's how this all works without, but, but you have to remember, all I've done is take away or decrease the amount on the other side of the minus sign. I have not added any assets, right? I have not, you know, bought a new house. I have not uh, saved extra money in a savings account. I've not done anything. All I've done is decrease the amount of liabilities that I have on the back side of that minus sign. Okay. So, that is why I wanted to cover this in part one, because everything else, all the future episodes are going to be talking about how to change the, the, the left side of the equation, how to change the asset column, how to increase that. This one is talking specifically about decreasing the liability column. Okay. So that's why I'm starting here. So pay off your debt is number one, pay down your liabilities, pay off your debt is number one. Okay. So let's jump into that. So being in debt is like blank, right? Being in debt is like blank. That's kind of where I want to start with this. When I'm working with clients, I am super adamant about telling them if you have debt, that is the single contributor to you not being where you want to be. And I, and I, challenge you with that as well. If you have debt, that is the single contributor to you not being where you want to be because debt changes how you manage money, right? You are more timid to invest because you have debt. You are more um, skeptical about spending because you have debt. When emergencies happen, you flip out because you have debt. It is the single contributor to holding you back from being where you want to be. So when you are in debt, reaching your financial goals can feel extremely impossible, right? Can feel extremely impossible. And getting out of debt of his challenge, right? I put this, this quote on the screen by Stephen Covey. We develop our character muscles by overcoming challenges and obstacles. And I And why do I say that, right? Why do I say that? We develop our character muscles by overcoming challenges and obstacles. Well, I've done episodes in the past and I've talked about this, you know, um, many times, but when we, when we sit around and this has been a topic for probably the past 18 months ish, we're waiting on student loan forgiveness, right? We're waiting on student loan forgiveness. I'm not a huge fan of it. If I'm totally honest, I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm not a huge fan of any kind of loan being forgiven, including bankruptcy. And I understand there's a, there's a time and place for it. I understand. I'm just not a huge fan of it for the simple fact that I like for people to feel their debt. 
because we develop our character muscles by overcoming challenges and obstacles. Getting out of debt is a challenge, but you've got to build that muscle. You've got to build that character muscle because it's, it's, a, it's a very important lesson that you're going to learn as you're working your way out of debt. You're going to learn how to manage money. You're going to learn how to be, be frugal. You're going to learn how to not, how to tell yourself no. You're going to learn all of these things that are going to carry with you the rest of your financial journey. It's a, it's an obstacle. It's challenging. I got that. And, and by the way, it's slow. <laughs> Getting out of debt is not like tomorrow. It's not like next week. It's not like next month. It's not like next year for some, right? It's challenging and slow, but it's where we develop our character muscles. We overcome the challenge. We overcome the obstacle and we develop that muscle that's going to be super strong when it's time to tell yourself no so you can invest, to tell yourself no so you can fund your retirement, to tell yourself no to, to you can be able to put money and grow that emergency fund. All of these things are super crucial and you will be better off if you'll just work on paying down that debt. Now, it takes years for some people, right? I tell people that it takes, it can take as long, normally on average, it takes people as long to get out of debt as it took you to get into debt, okay? So if it took you two years to achieve whatever level of debt that you're at, you can almost, you know, bet your dollar that it's a realistic expectation that it's going to take you two years to get out. Now, I have worked with multiple people that have exceeded that because as you work through the process, you build character muscles and you start to do things different. You start to live a little different, right? And all of a sudden you're, you're, you're not, you're not living like you did. And you're, you're like, man, like you feel that first success, you feel that second success. And all of a sudden you're like, man, I can do this. And you've built that character muscle that moves you forward, steps you out there on the ledge to say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it faster. I'm not going to do it in two years. I'm going to do it in a year and a half. I'm going to do it in one year. People can blow your mind with what they can do when they set their mind to it. And you can, you can do that, right? Like that can be you. Don't tell yourself no, because that can be you. Okay. So are you ready to get out of debt, right? Are you ready to get out of debt? If you are ready to get out of debt, I want to start by telling you, you can do it, right? Uh, I threw this on the screen because it, Dave Ramsey does a debt-free scream. If you if you listen to his radio show uh, at any any point in time in your life, you've probably heard it. Uh, normally, every episode he has somebody on that that pays off sometimes crazy amounts of debt, crazy amounts of debt in very short times. Um, but I think it's I think it's cool. I think it's cool to to think about that because that can be you. Maybe you have a crazy amount of debt, um, but getting out is possible and you can go and listen to those people and you can hear the passion in their voice and you may tell you something about them. They've all built character muscles. <laughs> I keep going back to it because it's true. It's very true. They built those character muscles and that will carry them to every single step along the way. Like they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. So many times, and this gets me back to why forgiving debt and forgiving loans and all these things are just not helpful, is that when that happens, people will replace that debt with something else because they didn't they didn't feel it. Like you gotta feel debt. Debt is painful. It's a challenge, remember? It's a challenge, it's an obstacle to get over. But you can do it. You just gotta feel it. 
and you got to build that muscle to get out. And then once you do, you're free. You're truly free. Um, now, if, if you if you have a you know a, a want to do a debt free scream, um, this you can literally just put in Ramsey debt free scream and go to their website and you can fill that out. Maybe you paid off a ton of debt and you want to go and help people out. Go do it. I challenge you to go do it. Right. Go do it. Head to Franklin, Tennessee. Go to his studio and do a debt free scream on his radio show. Feel good about it if you did it. If you're out of debt and you've just recently got out or you've been out, go do it. I don't know. I don't know the process. I don't I know there's a form you fill out on, on his website and that's it. But what happens after that, I have no idea. But go do it. Now, if you're ready to get out of debt, I want to tell you there's a few things that are key to you doing it. The number one thing you can do is be consistent. You've got to build momentum, right? And I'm going to talk about this on the end of how you can begin to build that momentum. The second thing is don't rush the process. I told you just as long to get out of debt as it took you to get in. So if it took you a year to get into debt, it might take you a year to get out. You could do it faster, but that's not always the case. So don't rush the process. Just go step by step until you're out of debt. The next thing is you need to reframe your thoughts of your debt, right? Reframe them. Don't think about next year's payment. Just think about the next payment, the next month. What does that payment look like? And pay it. Reframe your thoughts around debt and the payments and how long they're going to go on. Don't know a finish line exists, but don't fixate on it. Don't fixate on it. The other thing you can do is automate your payments as much as possible. So when we talk this plan and we talk about the plan for you to get out of debt, number one thing you can do is automate it as much as possible. That'll truly help. Um, so we'll talk about, you know, how this is a muscle that when you build it, this will help you in future episodes as well. Uh, but just automate the payments as much as possible. Another thing is to identify and face your spending triggers. So you can use an accountability partner to help with this. But if you have a tendency to walk into um, a certain store and buy stuff, don't walk in the store. I challenge you. If you have a tendency to, you know, load your Starbucks card every time that you need a, like you load it $25 when you only needed like five and you could have just paid the five. But you're like, well, and you might as well load it to 25. And now you've just spent more money. Every If you do that every time, by the way, cutting out Starbucks from your life is not going to make you rich, <laughs> right? It will, it will help like, but it's not going to make you rich and common, common thing, but it could be extra money to pay down your debt and get out faster. Right. Um, so focus on that. And then the last thing is focus on the spending triggers. That's what that was, not Starbucks. Um, and finally, the last thing is imagine yourself debt-free. Imagine what that looks like. It probably looks magnificent. You're probably feeling like, man, like that's totally not realistic. Yes, it is. It is completely realistic. I've seen it so many times with so many clients that they get out of debt and they're so ecstatic, right? They're so ecstatic. So it is possible. So how do you do it? How do you do it? Well, I teach the debt snowball method. It's the easiest way from, you know, most people to get out of debt. Super great because you, you get to see those short wins very, very quickly. Um, so I kind of just want to walk through it. The first thing you need to do is you just need to make a list of all your debts. List them smallest to largest based off of your balance, right? The other thing you need to pull in with that, not just the balance, you need to figure out what the minimum payments are for all those accounts. 
It's all you need. You need the total balance of each account and the minimum payment of each account. Now, what you're going to do from that is for the smallest debt, you're going to pay as much as possible after you've paid the minimum payment on everything else, right? So if you have three debts, $25 minimum payment on all, you're going to pay $25 minimum on the two larger debts. And on that smallest one, you're going to put every minimum plus everything else you can throw at it. Okay. Once you clear that smallest debt, you're going to take that, however much you're putting towards that first debt, and you're going to start throwing it toward the second. Once you pay off the second debt, you're going to take everything you were th- going, you were, that was going toward the first and the second debt and throw it toward the, toward the third. You're going to just keep rolling that over and over again, right? So at the end, you're, you're putting all of your money toward that final debt and you're just working through it. You can see how easy that is, but the great part is the smaller wins, right? That's the great part is the smaller wins because you're going to pay down the smallest and you're going to be like, oh, I just paid off an account. Cool. Then you're going to pay off the next and you're going to be like, whoa, I'm two accounts down already, right? And then the third account, and you know what you're doing right here? You're building the character muscle, right? You're building that. You're feeling it. You're like, you're feeling that success that goes with paying off debt. And now all of a sudden it's starting to grow, starting to build. You are doing better. As that muscle gets bigger, that character muscle gets bigger, you will begin to overcome the challenge of being in debt, right? You'll overcome the challenge of being in debt. Now, so you got the debt snowball. If you have any questions on it, feel free to reach out. Um, this is just a great time for me to tell you if you if you just need a little extra motivation to get out of debt, head over to thefinancialmirror.org, hit book now, schedule a free consultation. I'm more than happy to see what type of plan we, we can put together to get you uh, on your way to being out of debt. We'll put a plan together, uh, set you on it, and we'll rock and roll and get you through um, whatever debt situation you have. Uh, give you a finish line or walk through there every single month with you uh, to just make sure that we're staying on track. So thefinancialmirror.org, hit book now. Now, a few things to make getting out of debt easier. So you see how to do it. You see the debt snowball and how it how it sort of grows and helps you get out of debt. But what's some other things you can do as well? Well, first thing you can do is make sure that you do have your emergency fund set up. Um, that's the number one thing you can do because a single emergency will set you back and and completely destroy you. Uh, the other thing you can do is find out how much debt you have. That's that's a all part of that debt snowball, pay off your debt using the debt snowball, increase your income. This could be through a part-time job, right? Part-time job, uh, cut your expenses. What that's going to do is help give you that extra income that you can begin to utilize to pay off those debts faster. Um, and then you can avoid debt payoff scams. They don't exist. The financial mirror is not a scam. Just so you know, we have helped many people get out of debt. So, um, it's funny that that pops up right as I tell you to go to my website. Uh, but anyways, uh, b- believe you can do it because you can. And the other things you can do is you can, you can sell things in your house that you don't need any longer, sell those, make the cash, throw it toward the debt. Don't go and spend it on your Starbucks card. Other thing you can do is stop going out to eat. Uh, you shouldn't be doing this much. If you truly want to be out of debt, that is a huge, huge money spender, um, I, I've talked to clients about this, but the two things, two categories that I've seen grown drastically over um, the past few years is 
subscriptions and food continuing to grow, continue to grow, continuing to be some of the top spent categories for people's budgets, subscriptions and food. So we got to decrease the amount of subscriptions we have. We got to decrease the amount of times we're going out to eat or if any going out to eat, if you really want to be out of debt, just stop going out to eat so much cheaper to make food at home. And most of all, uh, through all of this, learn to say no, learn to say no, build that character muscle of saying no, be used to it. Friend says, you want to go out to eat? No. Friend says, you want to go on vacation? No. Coworker says, let's go down to the cafeteria. No, <laughs> like you can be nicer about it, but ultimately you need to figure out how to tell certain people. No, it's going to really change your life. It's going to help you get out of debt. It's going to help you grow to the point where you need to be. Okay. That's very, very important. So I want to end with this because getting out of debt, I've given you all these things, right? I've given you all this information about what you can do to get out of debt. Now, I want to leave you with this. Getting out of debt is 90% mental, 90% mental. Like that debt snowball is like, I can put that together. I can show it to you. 90% of it's on you. Like the 10% is just us putting the plan together. 90% 90% of it's on you executing it, right? Yes, you don't you don't need to earn a ton of money to get out of debt. It's not true. You really don't. Most people don't get into debt and not make money. Like you don't just like be like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, I have a $0 income and uh, I'm just gonna go get massive amounts of debt. Like <laughs> creditors don't really do that. I mean, um, credit is easy to get uh, sometimes, but um, for the most part, people don't get into debt without making money. So I tell you this, all this to say that debt is exactly what Chris Carr said in this quote. It's all mental management. Whether you can do something or not is in your head. You've got to tell yourself you can do it and you can, you absolutely can. You know, most people just mentally can't stop spending like they really, they're just so addicted to spending that they can't stop, but it's all mental management. You're going to build that, that character muscle by going through this process and you're going to learn how to tell yourself, no, you're going to learn how to manage money appropriately. And when you, when you walk away from this, you're going to be so strong with your mental management. You're going to have such huge, uh, uh, character muscles that you you can just knock out and, and overcome every challenge and obstacle that, that stands in your way, right? Like it's going to carry over into other parts of your life, your work life, your family life, your friend life, your your spiritual life, your yourself, just your self psyche is just going to improve, right? Over time. But you've got to fix the way you think about debt. You've got to be to get out of this mentality where you just have to spend. Like you don't have to spend, you can tell yourself, no, you don't have to do it, but fix the way you think about debt, make you a plan to get out of debt, earn as much money as you can and execute. You will be on your way to getting out of debt. Now, if you are ready to take control of your finances, like I said before, head over to the financial I'm more than happy to help walk with you to get you out of debt. It's, it's just, it's like I said, 90% of our calls are going to be talking about your mental, right? Just keeping you focused on getting out of debt, right? That's what we're going to focus on. We've got to get you out of debt. Single contributor to you not being where you want to be. If you do have 
some extra money and you want to throw it towards some financial mirror gear, you can head over to the financialmirror.org forward slash shop and pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. Uh, just another way to give back to the stream and help grow it, uh, create, create awareness around what we're doing here at the financial mirror and helping people, uh, excel with their personal finances, wherever they are in their finance journey. And then finally, uh, I do want to tell everyone, thank you for listening. I, I hope that you enjoy this eight part series. Like I said, this is just part one and every single week we're going to go through another part and we're going to get you on your way to increasing your net worth. But I truly appreciate you listening. Truly appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share this video, share this series with your friend, your family, and your coworkers. We all know that the better people are around us financially, they're just like you just they just speak you know good thoughts into our head when you tell them no i can't go out to eat they understand why right you just it's just surrounding yourself with people that are just personally uh financially knowledgeable and i don't know if that's a word i just made it up but um it, it's just something but just share it with them help them grow their personal finances as well if you are listening to this on a podcast thank you don't forget to subscribe and leave a five star review on apple and spotify and that written comment uh, truly goes a long way. Uh, take this as an actionable step. If you have debt, figure out what your debt snowball looks like. Get that mental management together and focus on the 90%, that mental part, and you'll be on your way to getting out of debt. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.